Hello, and welcome to the 17th episode of Jedi Eternal. Wow. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew <laughs> Bolin. Alongside, well, folks, it sounds like he's going to be single for quite a while, Braxton okay. Taylor. That is rude. <laughs> <laughs> Just can it. I mean... <laughs> I'm single by choice. (laughs) We were just having a a long discussion prior to this about relationships. And uh, folks, it sounds like he's not getting a woman anytime soon. I'm very Uh, selective. uh, Hey, he's he's a beautiful man if if anyone's looking for a little snack. Oh, gosh. (laughs) This is family friendly. What are you talking? (laughs) I can't say you're a snack. No, you can't. I can't? Okay. That's PG and CG. Children, I apologize. <laughs> the beep, edit this out. Beep it out. <laughs> beep it out. <laughs> All right. Anyways, oh, it's been gosh. another great week. Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, thanks for uh, listening today. We're going to just jump straight into... We, we only have one um, actual news story today, I believe. Or we have two news we have two. stories. We have two, yeah. And, uh, and we're going to go into some rumors. And then uh, we actually... I'm going to go ahead and just say what our main topic is right off the bat. Our main topic today is going to be about all of those Mandalorian rumors that, um, that I'm sure a lot of you have been hearing about this past week. Yeah. We're going to just make that our main topic. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about our, uh, some, maybe some theories and speculation on what's going to happen in the season. Mm -hmm. And so we figured, uh, we just make that our main topic this week, but let's just, do you have something you want to say about that? Oh, I I was just going to say that there's so much stuff. There's so much stuff. Right. So So definitely, uh, stay tuned for that. But for now, let's go straight into our news for the day. And first here we have Mark Hamill says he is officially done playing Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, so this came off uh, from a tweet of him, actually. he uh, Mark Hamill tweeted, it was uh, May the 9th. He said, May the 9th be a bittersweet episode, knowing it was the last time I would ever play Luke. Yeah, well, you know, how do I, there's a lot of things I can say to this, right? Um, first of all, I think it was said that he was, he's been Luke for 35 years. Yeah. 35 years. I mean, that's that's longer than both of our lives and he's been one character. So I will say this is that first of all, I understand him. He's getting a little bit older. I understand that, you know, he, he might want to just say, you know, okay, this is it for me, you know, and, and to some extent, whether you liked it or not, the story did finish his arc, so to speak, right. It it did finish his character story. But I think for me, and this is kind of not, it's not really speculation because he's kind of said this in, in a roundabout way. But more than him saying, okay, I'm getting old and I don't want to do this anymore, I think that he doesn't want to do it anymore because of the issues that he had with the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Now, whether you love it or hate it, Mark Hamill did not like it. Mark Hamill did not like the direction that it took. Right. So I think that that is definitely a part of it right there, is that he was he was kind of frustrated with what the direction was and, and, and how it all ended and how <laughs> so he's like now like okay it's done so I'm, I'm this is it I'm you know I'm not gonna do anything more with Luke Skywalker so I don't know yeah and you know there's also part of me that wonders like is that really gonna be the case will he never play Luke Skywalker again in any any type of even right. a, a cameo or because you have to think Mark Hamill loves to tease the fans. He oh, he does. Loves, he does. He yeah. loves to mess with them. And I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if he said this just to create the drama. And, <laughs> right. you know, he may yeah. not have. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying that he has anything scheduled to appear as Luke Skywalker right now. But 
I also wouldn't be surprised if at some point we do see him <laughs> return, maybe even as just um, the voice, yeah, or for an animated show or something. You know, I, I, yeah, I would not be surprised if we see him again. It's very possible, and I think it is. It's just his nature. He's very kind of like whimsical and like he loves yeah. cool pranks and he loves that kind of stuff yeah. so i mean he definitely i could definitely see him like saying this and then later on coming back in, in some manner not as a full-blown character but maybe like you said as a cameo or as a voiceover or something but but the thing is for me is like i would i would definitely agree with that one part that does make me apprehensive is kind of what i said is that he is kind of angry at the current state of what they did to luke you know when i remember i mean there's several interviews that oh yeah, he he, several he didn't agree. He is not uh, shy about <laughs> talking about how he did not like how they turned Luke because, you know, and I agree with him to some extent, right? He's talking about Luke, especially in the original trilogy, was so hopeful and and everything. You know, there's always a way out, and the Jedi will always prevail, and hope will always win. And then, you know, as he got older according to the sequel trilogy now he's like completely opposite you know now he doesn't yeah. want to interact with anybody he doesn't want to carry on the legacy of the jedi he doesn't care about him you know so i can get where he's come from so my point is with that is that i can definitely see him being maybe apprehensive sure. more so than he would have been to come yeah. back to do something just because of that so anyway so uh yeah so that kind of wraps that up so hopefully that that is not the case hopefully he does come back it says in some capacity because you know we love yeah Mark i sure Kevin. hope so we love luke so um, so our second news for the day is that the pod racing game that was supposed to be coming to uh, Switch, Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4 was actually delayed. And uh, it was actually supposed to very recently. Um, I don't have the exact date in front of me, but he was, it was just supposed to come out pretty recently. And it, what was it? According to the, the post, like it was an hour before it was supposed to come out. It was only like a couple of hours before it was supposed to be released. Yeah, yeah. and literally it got delayed. Well, because we know the the... <clears throat> ps4 version i th or was it the switch version one of them was already delayed and we talked about that mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't which one it was either and but then but then um now both of them are delayed <laughs> and they do not have a date for when they will be released see that's pretty crazy it's not always delayed now it has an undefined release now so it's kind of like Ugh, you know yeah i think i think mainly the the reason behind it is just because of the work from home requirements right that they they have they're not able to um finish what they had to to finish so right. uh, but we just wanted to keep everyone updated on that for those of you who may have been excited to to uh, play that as of right now we do, we just don't have that release date but yeah so it's this kind of stinks you know it is a fun game um and i was definitely excited to try to play it um in the in the new remastered new sure, redefined yeah. version so so anyway here's to hoping that you know fingers crossed that we can get a, a release date here coming soon so yeah so let's just go straight into our rumors now and uh in our rumors today uh, the first thing we're going to talk about here is Star Wars Rebels sequel will have the Clone Wars animation oh, style. Oh yeah, yeah. So what's your thoughts on that? Oh, so I'm a I'm a huge proponent of this. Like I love the Clone Wars animation style, especially in season seven that we just watched. The animation was part part of none, right? Like the, like the, there's nothing that we've seen that's beats that, in my opinion. And, you know, some people, you know, so I don't want to say this to be divisive, but, you know, some people really liked Rebels and stuff, but one thing that was really turned off for me on Rebels, not necessarily the story or anything, but the animation. I just did not like the animation on Rebels. I thought it was... I'm very, in agreement with you. Yeah, I was, I was, it was just very, I don't Especially know. Especially at first, like when Rebels yeah. first came, we'd already had been, uh, Clone when, when Clone Wars was canceled, 
it wasn't long after that we got confirmation of Rebels and Rebels started airing. Right. On, yeah. And on uh, Disney XD, I think. And um, and I remember watching it and being like, whoa. Like, <laughs> what happened? What happened? <laughs> yeah. You know, well, I think it's the thing is always like I think you were about to say it, but like we were already so used to Clone Wars. Right. We already had, had what six seasons of this pretty good animation style and got better uh, over time. You know, I, I think that was before the the sixth season. Or well, okay, f- this season because whatever, the the, you know. the final season that came on Netflix may have came a little bit later. I'm not sure on all the time, but yeah, but um, but even then, right? But we even, had yeah, either seasons, way, we know. had gotten by that point by the end of Clone Wars the. <laughs> The animation was had already progressed quite a bit and was looking really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, even now with the newest season, it took it even to the next level. Right. But it had it had already improved quite a bit. Right. And it was it was good looking. And so then all of a sudden we got Rebels and it was like <laughs> um, everything's rounded, going less detail. On? It was a little kiddish, you know. Um, they did my Man Yoda real bad on that. <laughs> <laughs> you almost, it's almost comical. If you haven't seen Yoda on the on yeah, Rebels, it's yeah. it's rough. It's, it's rough. very rough. Yeah. Now the only character that I thought, okay, that's not too bad, was actually Obi Wan. Now, yeah, that's not my I bias. Agree. That's actually just the, the uh, truth. No, you're you're 100 right. Um, somehow he actually looked decent with that yeah. animation yeah. style. Of course, I preferred Clone Wars, but which you know, Darth Vader isn't too bad on it either. Yeah, it's not as bad, but I really didn't love it. I thought it had that kind of weird, like angular, droopy stuff with his eyes. His I mean, his his helmet's stuff, definitely you know. more extreme, I guess. Yeah. In a sense, it's kind of like okay, it's kind of like a caricature. You know what I'm saying? Like they right, pick right. certain details and they really amplify right, those details. Right, right. Well, it's kind of like well, which Clone Wars does that to an extent as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, with like Palpatine and like the droopy jaws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and then they got they got what what was the early Clone Wars? Yeah. It had Qui Gon Jinn with his huge nose. Yeah. Like yeah. that's just rude, man. You just. <laughs> Hit the poop on uh, yeah. Liam Neeson like that. <laughs> so anyway, no, I agree. Um, I would be very happy. And because here's the thing. we They spent X amount of dollars, right? Maybe hundreds of thousands. I don't even know. Maybe even millions. I don't know, right? On this new season of, of Clone Wars. And it would almost be a waste to take those brand new, highly developed, uh, uh, what's the word in, in animation? Like not figures, but the... Uh, animations i don't know you know what i'm saying i'm sorry i'm not sure what you're yeah what you're basically for. i'm saying like they have already got these character models that's what i'm trying okay, to say okay yeah they got yeah. these character models and already created why waste them everybody loved them everyone's going on toting on or I mean, doting on how amazing the animation was in clone war season seven why not just carry that over i mean because seriously they do not need to be wasting that character model for Darth Vader. Well, we also have to <laughs> you have to think if if that is the case, if there's a Rebels sequel in the works, mm-hmm. uh, which of course we've heard there it could be live action, we've heard it could be an animated. There's there's got to be something in the works because we continue right. to hear this. Right. There's always some so, kind of underlying rumor going around, you know? Right. And so I think Rebels the, I think there's a, a Rebels sequel somehow and let's go ahead and say it is animation let's say that clone is going to be in the clone wars style that to me means that that team that just did clone wars is probably doing rebels like it's the same team yeah probably and so that is really cool as well because Mm -hmm. if 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 they take that team and let's say they finished it they wrapped up clone wars and then they're like okay uh now you guys are switching over and we're doing a rebel sequel yeah, and we're gonna get, continue to get that same quality that we oh, just got. Yeah, I would in, be into a rebel sequel. Is w- <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, that would be Very amazing. Happy. I'm all yeah. for it. I think that's great. Yeah. So anyway, regardless of whatever animation style they choose, I do hope they continue the same quality of of, of writing, right. especially yeah. as we saw in Siege of Mandalore. And in so. Rebels Defense, it got much better as it went it on. Did. It did. But even yeah. the, the graphic quality got better, but it never was just, the art style was just never yeah. my... Yeah, and I think that let's uh, let's preface that it's it's our uh, preference, right? Like the art style, the animation style was not our preference. So on our end, we're not saying it's just going to be so much better. Just on our own, and we just said we like the Clone Wars better. So if they right. do use that, I think it's going to be a win. So yeah. Anyway, agreed. All right. So next rumor on the list here is Natalie Portman is purportedly doing a return to Star Wars. So this is pretty interesting. We haven't seen Natalie Natalie Portman obviously since the prequels, right? Um, as Padme. So um, to see her coming back in some, you know, we have no clue what that might be. Andrew, do you have any more information on that? Yeah, so what's, uh, so Natalie Portman's kind of doing a return all in, in multiple things. She's coming back to Marvel as well. Uh, she got burned by Marvel and and Star Wars and is now, it appears she may be returning to both. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, she's very doing interesting. That, she yeah. must need some more money. <laughs> funds must, are getting a little low. So. Low. <laughs> her well's dried up. Hey, so. I mean, listen, if I go back to Marvel and Star Wars, I would do it too. So, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, the the source that this came from is also ones that had told we got this covered.com that um, Ahsoka was going to be in the Mandalorian season two, and that um that a uh, spoiler character would be revealed as a traitor in the Rise of Skywalker. Hmm. And so yeah. it, this seems to be a pretty credible source. And what they're saying is that Natalie Portman will be appearing in flashbacks in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Yeah, I mean, that is probably, if she does come back in any form, that would be the most appropriate. Right. Um, yeah. And because they could just rip, right, episode three scenes but why why not if you can have natalie Portman come in and you can have new stuff yeah why not right well and yeah what i hope that that is i hope that that just brings more to the story adds more to the story right um between the relationship of obi-wan anakin and padme i i would assume that's what these flashbacks will be right we'll be showing maybe a new side of of what maybe the events that were going on around that time, you know, kind right. of the stuff we had kind of hoped we'd get a little more of in Clone Wars. Right. Maybe they're reserving kind of some of those for this Kenobi show. I'm not against that at all. No, absolutely you know? not. And so, um, and we know, well, we don't know, but we've also, we also hear that, you know, Hayden Christensen might be coming back, might be appearing in flashbacks as well. Mm-hmm. So if we're getting Padme, Anakin, it's going to be, and, and what's cool about this is this also gives them the opportunity to put them in their Clone Wars outfits yeah. in live action. I, I actually saw a uh, illustration of like a live action mm-hmm. Anakin, you know, Hayden Christensen, yeah. and, and it had someone animate his, his Clone Wars stuff on. Like, that and so I so really good. hope they yes, do that. I want to see that very it would bad. just And it's a way to like, I think, it's a way, you know, they say Clone Wars kind of tied the knot on, on, on uh, the prequel <clears throat> era mm-hmm. and stuff right. but i think the kenobi show is going to do that i think the kenobi yeah. show is going to be, be the final, final nail in the coffin nail in the thing. coffin yeah. like this but it's it's bringing back those those characters from the prequels right it's going to show them at their best i really do believe that whatever this ends right. up being will be so much better than what we got out well, of the prequels well and here's the thing here's the thing right <clears throat> how do i say this with the obi-wan show right uh the kenobi show we uh, 
I don't know how to say this properly. Basically, everyone who's going to watch that, to some extent, knows about Obi-Wan. Um, yeah. Or like Star Wars. But not everybody may know the, the story super thoroughly, right? If Say there's new watchers. And this is yeah. this was try, I'm trying to get at. People who watch this for the first time, they really don't know a ton about Star Wars. But they're, oh, it's on Disney+. Plus. It's a new show. Let's mm-hmm. just watch it. Yeah. They to, In order to really understand why Kenobi is on Tatooine... They're gonna have to go back, right, and explain a little bit of that relationship between him and Anakin, right, him and Padme, right. that 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 trio there, and and why Obi Wan was willing to take Luke. Why you know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm just as as a, as a cinematography standpoint, not even about Star Wars, they'd have to go back and explain that. It's a very good point. Very so good. it w- it's a good chance that we do see some stuff like that. And, yeah. and hopefully, again, some of the great relationship building between Anakin and Obi-Wan sure. during the Clone Wars and stuff. So. Yeah, and it still depends on what the big story is in Kenobi as well. You know, True. like what True. what yeah. is the over um, arcing narrative that is going to be that show? Right. And, you know, we, we originally heard mm-hmm. it was going to be it was going to take place completely on Tatooine. It's going to be Obi-Wan um, has to like probably save luke at some point from tuscan raiders or something right, you know yeah. it was going to be a very like a reminiscent to the to the book the previous book yeah yeah you know? and so but they ended up not being happy with that mm-hmm. they've they've axed that story and they're doing something completely different which is interesting which, yeah which is interesting but that's where this now all of a sudden padme's coming hayden christensen's apparently oh, coming. Wait, where is so all this coming from, where's you know? yeah, yeah whatever they've changed with the story now they feel like they need these right. to bring these in which i mean here here's the thing i understand that they were thinking i think it was kathleen kennedy that that thought that uh, maybe the original write-up of the story was going to be too much like mandalorian that's what we heard yeah that's what the supportedly rumor, that's what purported. the rumor was yeah I, we don't know that for a fact but that i mean that makes sense right. um and here's the thing. I, one thing. At first, I was kind of mad about that because I was like, "Well, hold, hold, hold up. The story of Kenobi has been around infinitely longer than the the Mandalorian. So, like, you're seriously going to jip us of the story that we want and know uh, because of some new thing you just randomly put out before this. You know what I'm saying? So, at first, I was kind of mad, but now I'm at the point like, if we do, if if this causes to get Padme, if this causes to get Hayden Christensen as Anakin back, um. And, and we get to see maybe some previous Clone Wars stuff that transition right when when you know Anakin turns to the dark side and and we get uh, Obi Wan have to take care of Luke. But if we get that, I, I'm actually I'm gonna be happy about that. So so anyway, yeah. And I yeah. think what I want more than anything is this to be a bridge between right the prequels and then the original trilogy, and maybe yeah. maybe even bridge a lot of the the prequel fans, Clone Wars fans, um, into the original trilogy and just kind of be. So, anyways, I think that's going to be great stuff. But we should probably move on. We could talk about Kenobi for like <laughs> right. We could hours, go for a long time. So, so yeah. um, anyways, <laughs> moving on. Uh, the Cassian Andor series is rumored to include two more Rogue One characters. Um, now, these characters are Jimmy Smits and Alistair Petrie. Are rumored to reprise their roles as Bill Organa and Davids Draven. Hmm, interesting. I mean, I'd love to see. I, I think it wants to be very appropriate uh, to see uh, Bail Organa for sure. Absolutely. Um, I I personally felt like this is a given. I mean, that we would see him in this series. Yeah. Uh, Mon Mothma is in it. She, uh, he's clearly a big part of of the rebellion as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the beginning of that. And so I think it makes total sense. Yeah. Now, I what's agree. interesting about this is 
will we end up seeing a, a younger Leia? Yeah, that's good. I mean, if we see Bail Organa, yeah. why not? Right? Or like right. what, you know, because here's the thing. New Hope, season or season four, <laughs> episode four, New Hope, was the catalyst for Leia that sent her away from her father, that she was like finally kind of on her own and she had to become this rogue agent for the the rebellion right but before this because she was on a um supposedly you know whatever she was on a uh diplomatic mission you know what i'm saying on Mm -hmm. behalf of her father so it's like it would make sense that we got to would get to see her um and with all of the cgi facial animation stuff that we've been seeing recently yeah why not you know what i'm saying right um it's been working really well so yeah, just something, edge, just so. a, something interesting to think <laughs> right. about, but definitely uh, we'll jump into our. Uh, I think that was our last rumor for the it was, day, yeah. so we'll jump into releases. We have two releases this week. We have the next episode of um, Disney Gallery: The Mandalorian, uh, episode four on Friday. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. we, which we've been watching the um, the episodes of that. Yeah. some really neat little tidbits in there. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel like there's enough for us to truly have like a like a review, a, a big something. long review yeah. discussion about it. So we're not really doing that. If something comes up, maybe we will. Um, but as of now, we're not really. We've decided not to really go that route. But we are watching it and enjoying it, and I encourage you guys to do that as well if you like the Mandalorian. For sure. Yeah. And um, and then the other thing is the Clone Wars Adventures um, comic is actually finally being released now this yeah. week on Wednesday. Yeah. And that'll be the first issue of that. So if you're into that, go ahead and check those out. Um, hopefully they'll have some good stories in there about the Clone Wars. Yeah, and, and also that's a good sign too because that means, you know, they're finally getting some stuff sent out. So that's yeah. kind of getting the snowball rolling there, right. you and know. That's, and that's IDW. And so IDW has kind of officially started releasing comics again. Yeah. And Marvel is supposedly going to start on the 27th of May. Yeah. So okay, cool. I think on the 27th of May, we'll be getting Dr. Afra issue one in um, like in stores. Mm-hmm. And I know that you can already get it digitally, but that's when it will be in stores. And then hopefully come into June, we'll start seeing more Star Wars comics start to roll out. Cool. All right. So guys, we got some stuff to look forward to for sure. So. Now we are going into our Q&A segment where every week we make a Facebook post asking you all to ask us questions, bring up topics, and more. Um, as many of you may already know, we try to do three questions and topics and suggestions a week. And if there are ever more than that, we always put them into a queue, and they will be the first ones to answer next week. So we always want to say that at the first because if you ask some questions, we don't want anyone to be mad like, well, why didn't you answer my question? Well, don't worry. Um, in fact, like I said, I think I say this about every week now, <laughs> but all the questions we're answering this week are from last week. So all the questions you asked this week will be the first ones to be answered next week. So we'll get to them eventually. No we will what. always get to them. We'll always have your <laughs> questions. Answered. We, honestly, we do love answering them um, yeah. no matter what. So let's get directly into it. We got some good questions this week. And the first one comes from Will Danny Blankmeyer. And he says, uh, what are your favorite lightsaber designs, Galaxy's Edge, Savi's Workshop designs, and lightsabers you would like to see at Doc Ondar's? Okay, so let's go over the first yeah. one. What was the, the, first the first one? Is just like, what are your question. favorite lightsaber designs? What's my favorite I, lightsaber designs? I guess like maybe in general. Which I think we we talked a little bit about this. Um, was it last week? We talked uh, a little bit about uh, our maybe. favorite lightsabers. I don't remember. <laughs> um, I have a. A couple that that really just like stand out to me. Darth Maul's always mm. was one of the, the big ones that always stood For out sure. to me. Yeah. Um, Kylo Ren. 
yeah, that's one a good that's, one. That's just very unique yeah. and was it was so when you first saw it, it was just like yeah, what it was just in the shocking world? like whoa, you know yeah. yeah. Um, and this I shouldn't even say it. Uh, you know Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> People have to get so tired of me talking about Obi Wan Kenobi all the time. <laughs> no, I and, yeah, trust me, I understand. And um, and then of course I think this is the one I talked about last week is the the High Republic lightsaber yeah. with the cross guard. Yeah, yeah, um, is just really neat, and I like that design. I can't wait to see more of that. Yeah, I, I'm on the same, a lot of the same ones you said. Yeah. Um, for me, one of my actual my all time favorites is Count Dooku's. Um, uh, right. I love Count Dooku. Cool. It's it's very unique, very, different, very like elegant. It's almost. very elegant. Well, yeah. and that's who Count Dooku is. You know, True. he's, he's a count. You know, yeah. he's. Have, uh, have you seen his pajamas? They're very nice. <laughs> yeah, I have. They look really soft and luscious and uh, yeah, silken. Um, no, I I just love. I honestly, I really do like Count Dooku as a character. I think he's a really cool character, and and he he's. Just well, I'm not gonna get into why I like Count Dooku. Uh, I can go for a while, but I just love his lightsaber. Um, yeah. It's so unique. I always really enjoyed it when I was younger. Um, uh, you know, obviously Obi Wan is a big one for me. I always loved Obi Wan's, uh, and uh, I'm trying to think here. Honestly, I actually really like Palpatine's too, because Palpatine's is very, very uh, unique as well. It's chrome and and it has like a, I don't know, it has just a very odd design in a good way. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and um, Actually, it's kind of somewhat reminiscent of Leia's to some degree with the chrome and all stuff. Anyway, but yeah, I think I think that's in my top saber design just of what we've seen uh, was probably Dooku's. But I love Obi Wan's, I love Palpatine's, and I really like uh, you know all of them. <laughs> so, all of them? Is all that, of them? Is that all a, of the above? <laughs> all lightsabers? I'll take, I'll take any of I'll them. Take so. any please, please, science, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the second part of the question is the Galaxy's Edge Savi's workshop designs. So, um, so let 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 me preface this um, for me and Andrew both. We have not been to Galaxy's Edge, although we really, 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 yeah. really, 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 really want to. Uh, <laughs> really, really. I don't know if I emphasize that enough. We really want to. Um, so Disney sponsor us anyway. Um, so. <laughs> um, Anyway, the point is, is that we haven't been, so we really can't speak super well on this. Um, I actually have been watching a few videos and a few things, especially when it first started coming out about what, what Savi's workshop was and what Doc Ondar's is and what Galaxy's Edge in general. So I know a little bit. Um, so to speak on, on the Savi's workshop, I would like to say that, you know, um, the elemental nature and the power and control, um, designs are probably my two favorite ones from Savi's, um, you can inter intermingle all of the you can, four yeah, designs. You can take all the different parts. But, but stuff, those are but the two core designs that I think kind of it really stick out to me the most. So Yeah, I'm with you on that. The other the other two are more your like traditional yep. standard looks and that's fine, but the the power and control mm-hmm. um, it stands out to me the most. I, I like the look of that one. It kind of has a little bit of a dark side. Yeah, look it, to it does have like darker metal. And, um, yeah, but I I think out of out of the four, if we're looking at all of those parts as one, mm-hmm. I think that's probably my favorite. Yeah, I think so too. And like I said, I do have an affinity for like the 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 elemental like nature stuff. Because yeah, that one's neat. Now that you mention it, because I do. Yeah, last week we're talking about lightsaber designs, and mine I I, I really liked was the Wookie um, Shri Wook. Yeah. Uh, like wood one. So I do have a bit of an affinity for that, but but overall, I do think that the um the power control is probably my favorite. So, and then the last part of that is uh, what would you like to see 
uh, added to Doc Ondars. And I think, again, I think um, I can speak for Andrew and I both on this. Again, we have not been to Doc Ondars, so we don't really know what is there. From my understanding, mm, there has yeah. pretty much all the major lightsabers. So, yeah. Know. So I looked, I looked it up, and I have pictures of some of the lightsabers there, but I, I've not been there. Right. So there could be more added <coughs> even since this list. So we're not 100% sure. Right. But from what I see, um, what I what I don't see that I would like to see there is Obi Wan's lightsaber from from Episode Three because oh did they not have that one I thought I saw that one. no well, maybe not from what I, from this list that I right. see there is Obi Wan Kenobi saber but it's it's his first one ah okay um, gotcha. and and so I actually don't like that design as much as I like the next design of yeah. his lightsaber so. Yeah. Um, that's one I would really like to see, and then for me, the other is now that with the High Republic, I want to see the cross. This was my added. answer for that. Yeah, I, I really yeah. want to see see that lightsaber added eventually, and it probably will be once the sure. High Republic starts to really roll out with mm-hmm. it with all of its content. Yeah, the fact that it's not even out yet in terms of officially as the books, we're not gonna yeah. you know, and and, and the only well the, the only visual. Yeah aid we have of that is the front cover so yeah once i start like i said once it starts rolling out we'll probably start seeing more of that so. right yeah what'd you, what'd and well and we don't really know the 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 state of these parks will be even when higher Republic well rolls yeah out. so True. it True. may it may be a while before high republic stuff's added Which, or whatever but we'll throw this out you know the high republic first book is supposed to come out in august in if august. that is still yeah. accurate and then um, i sure hope it is california is really sad if it's not california's uh uh procedures is still inactive in, in august stay as well. at home until yeah. like, so yeah. it's very possible that then the first book comes out the park's not even open still so who knows we'll see right so yeah. anyway so uh great question will we appreciate you asking so our next question comes from noah aguilar and he says would you have favored if finn became a jedi with ray or have finn be the main character not dissing ray but the fact a stormtrooper turned Jedi sounds awesome. So, uh, to be honest, you know, I'm not, I'm not really sure. I'm not hundred percent sure as to what I really would want. I think it's just because honestly, I just have a bad taste in my mouth with Finn. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, since the beginning episode seven, he was, he was written pretty poorly as a character. And I think immediately that, that kind of, put a bad taste in my mouth so i'm like i don't care right? i don't i don't even if you made him a jedi i don't know that i would have cared but that's not really fair to him as a character right if he was originally written well and he was originally written as a jedi you know what i'm saying um you know all biases out of the mind or whatever you know who knows that would have been really cool maybe i would have really really liked that um and i think that might be kind of partially one of the reasons that you know you may not prefer ray because you know she wasn't written super well um so yeah. anyway, I don't know. I think it would be cool to see that. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if it would have been. It's just my biases saying no, or yes, whatever. But I don't know. So I would have liked to have seen them be a Jedi by by the rise of Skywalker. I would have mm-hmm. liked to have seen that because we get we get teases in the first movie. We get nothing in the second one. Right. And then yeah. we get some more teases in the third. Yeah, and a little more like, substantial in the third one. A little yeah. more substantial, but still not much. Well, his and, story could have been kind of close to Kyle Katarn's. You know what I'm saying? With the whole turning sure, from... absolutely, yeah. So anyway, they, I don't know. His backstory was perfect for a lot of really yeah. good storytelling. And they just didn't... For sure. Just, just didn't really do it right. But... Yeah. Um, the, so the, the first movie, I think there was enough teasing in there 
to work. He even, you know, held a lightsaber for a little bit, everything. Mm-hmm. And yep. so I think that worked, but I, it should have grew more in the second. And then by the third, we have the year jump. Um, and he had been training alongside Ray. He's got, he's got his own lightsaber. He's, right. you know, he would maybe not as powerful as Ray, maybe right. kind of almost like Ray's, um, Padawan almost in a sense, yeah, you know, almost, like kind of yeah. like she's kind of teaching him and how to, to use it a little more and stuff. And I, I think that could have worked. I sure. honestly would like to have seen that. But. I think it would have gave some, for, for sure would have given some substance to his character that yeah, would have, was much needed for him. I think no matter what, Finn ends up being a Jedi. I really do think he ends up being a Jedi. Like yeah. talking about in the future of Star Wars. Yeah. But I don't know that we're going to get that story anytime soon. Probably not. Um, <laughs> so I think it's a shame that they didn't go ahead with it Just earlier. do it, yeah. But the problem truly is The Last Jedi because The Last Jedi didn't continue that. And I think that's right. where it kind of became a problem. Right. And it wasn't as easy to all of a sudden be a Jedi and Rise of the Sky, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, and, that, and I think you make a good point. I think that's the that's the main point overall, is if it was going to happen, it needed to happen in The it Last Jedi. It needed to grow. It needed to have the, the seeds were planted in the first one. Yeah. There needed to be some substantial growth within The Last Jedi. Instead, he's just like running happen. around in Canto Bight, and I don't want to talk Ray, about it. Ray! Ray! <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Canto Bight. That, oh, yeah, don't get started on that one. That's making me mad, so... So anyway, uh, to continue the, the uh, mad train, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go into our third question. <laughs> train. I'm gonna let you handle this one. Yeah. So Greg Stewart, I have nothing to thanks, say buddy, about this one. Says, uh, "Is any or is anyone as cool as Pong Krell? What is his story?" So honestly, Greg, I can't tell if you're being serious or not. Um, I'm gonna just say you're probably not, right? Uh, because you're saying the first sentence is anyone as cool as Pong Krell? Yes, there's so many people that go on Pong Krell, just in general. But you say, what is the story? So, in case you're being serious, and in case anybody doesn't know who Pong Krell is, right, um, let's just, just take a quick little synopsis of his life here. So, Pong Krell was a Jedi, um, and I, I don't remember his species name off the top of my head, um, but he does have four arms, and he is kind of, he's like a bipedal alien, but he has four arms, and, you know, uh, definitely looks like an alien, whatever. But he was a Jedi, and uh, he, he ended up becoming one of the Jedi generals during the Clone Wars. Um, but here, here's where it starts to go down downhill pretty quick. So, Pong Krell is, in my, my mind, the antithesis of a Jedi. He is power-hungry. He got... And he just, his head was blew up. He thought he was so great, you know. And... One interesting thing is that he, as we see in Clone Wars, he was incredibly prejudiced against the clone. He hated clones. He thought they were beneath, like they were just little, basically synthetic robots. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, or, I'm sorry, organic robots, what I'm going to say. You know, they're, they're like robots, but they, they have a body. And, uh, you know, he hated them. He thought they were expendable. And there's even a time in Clone Wars where he literally ordered the clones to fire on themselves. And there ended up being this huge massacre of clones because, you know, he did it on purpose. He literally did it on purpose. To make clones die just for just for his own fun, and uh, so I cannot stand Pong Krell. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, because here's the thing: clones love him, hate him, expendable, whatever, right? He he killed clones, whatever. But at the end of the day, he claims to be a Jedi, and he is the antithesis of a Jedi, right? He does not hold true to any of the Jedi principles, and um, you know the sacredity of life, you know. Uh, 
treasuring things, you know, being, you know, not, not offensive, not a warrior, but you're being a peacekeeper. He's none of those things. Right. So I'm not gonna take too much longer on that. I, I, I had, to, <laughs> had to really just tell you how much I don't like Pong Krell. Um, because that's, that's the way Dave Floney wrote him. Like they made it to where he was supposed to be a bad person. So I know you're joking, Greg. So stop, stop joking around on here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know you're just trying to trigger me. <laughs> Have you got it all out? You got everything you wanted to I say about it. Ground. Okay, yeah, I'm good now. <laughs> okay, no, well, let's go ahead and move on to our main topic for the for today. Um, again, we're going to be talking about all things Mandalorian season one and season two. We're just going to be so you know any spoilers we might mention just to go ahead and right. give you that warning. Um, we're going to be talking about predictions of season two, talking about the rumors that we've heard so far. So uh, everything's game here. So if you right. if you don't want to know about any of that stuff, now would be the time to leave. So for sure, we're going to jump right into it and let's just kind of talk about what is I would consider the very biggest uh, story coming out of this right now. We got a lot this week, but I would say this is mm-hmm. the biggest, and that is that Boba Fett boom, boom. will be. In the Mandalorian season three, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty interesting. So in, in season one, we get this shot right, um, and, and forgive me not knowing all the character names. I I'm really bad at me- memorizing things. Yeah, I'm bad. <laughs> but too. the uh, the Chinese lady, I can't remember. <laughs> but she's like the assassin or whatever, and right, she's she's trying to kill. Uh, well, she wasn't. She's actually kind of just defending herself, I guess. But 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 she had a bounty on her head, and, and the Mandalorian, the other guy, was trying to kill her, right? Um, and collect this bounty. But anyway, whenever they supposedly kill her, and she's laying dead on the ground, all of a sudden you see, you hear like jingling. First of all, it's like ching, yeah. ching, ching, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, the <laughs> all of a sudden you see boots walk walk up, and it looks very reminiscent of the OG. You know, uh, uh, what episode six uh, of the of the saga, um, uh, Boba Fett. You know his boots and stuff, and then they showed the little jingly thing, which is like, I mean, it's just so it looks so much like Boba Fett. Now, interestingly enough, this is post him obviously falling into the Sarlacc pit, so this would canonize him surviving the fall to the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. This this has already been uh, shown that he did survive, but it was made non-canon, right? Right. So. This would be a big deal, right? If Boba right. Fett is in the show, yeah. even in any extent, would then canonize him that he did survive the Sarlacc pit. So what are your thoughts on that? I mean, do you think that they're going to take that leap or what? So, yes, I, I totally think Boba Fett's alive. Yeah. That's one of the things that that Legends did that everybody was like, when when they when they did away with Legends and they started mm-hmm. over... Um, everyone was like, well, Boba Fett better still be alive. You know, that was like one of the, (laughs) one of the big things. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I think it's for the character. It just makes sense that he doesn't die from the Sarlacc pit. It's just such a, you know how he just gets Han Solo accidentally smacks him with the, smacks his jetpack and he, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of dumb. And so, (laughs) right. And everybody envisions Boba Fett to be this really cool character. And what I want to see I want to see Boba Fett truly be a really cool character. Well, and here's okay, the thing. We because, get to see him in, in some some mediums of Legends. And basically, anything that ever made Boba Fett cool in Legends has now been nullified. So yeah. we don't have any... All we get out of the original trilogy is him standing around looking <laughs> looking falling, cool. But we never actually get to see him do anything <laughs> right, cool. And right. now, with, with The Mandalorian, we can truly see what he's capable of. Right. Okay? And I think that... Um, seeing him and the Mandalorian face off 
could be, be really cool. extremely awesome yeah. if they do it right. Yeah. Uh, let me interject here. You know, this is completely off topic, but I have to inter- interject this. We are talking about Boba Fett and he's standing, you know, standing around looking cool and stuff. And he's always in, in Jabba's palace, right? He's yeah. in Jabba's court. And I saw, actually, I, I wish I'd give credit where credit is due, but I saw this on Twitter the other day and I said, uh, they said that one, one really cool piece of canon that I never realized is that Job of the Hut host uh, hosts sleepovers at his palace. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true, yeah, right? Like right, right. whenever Leia comes in and they're like, they're all sleeping in there. It's like, wait, yeah. Jabba the Hutt has sleepovers and in they're the all, palace court. They're all hiding behind the veil right, <laughs> when they pull the curtain. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorite scenes. I love that so much. They're all just waiting. Just like, they're all just waiting there. Rubbing their hands together. Woo. You know? I, I die laughing every oh, time so I watch funny. that part. It's so funny. Like, what were they? Oh, anyway. I just thought that, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. And so what they're saying. And, and so now the other big part of this news is mm-hmm. that they're saying that Tamira Morrison from yeah, um, f- yeah. who played Django Fett in the prequels and the clones right. is, is going to be um, playing the role of Boba Fett, which, of yeah. course, um, makes total sense. I mean, if they were going to bring they're going to bring in, Boba Fett back, you know it makes saying? total sense that's going to be him. Yeah. And so I'm all for that. And yeah. but what they're saying is that he will have a very small role in season two but that he will actually play a much larger part in season three well and and one thing that uh people were really worried about and i was reading this on several different forums and stuff that people were really worried that they were going to bring in boba fett again and make him kind of like a laughing joke again like like they were not going to take him seriously um and and so that's one thing that we got to you know hope that that doesn't happen i can't imagine Um, that i mean i don't imagine they would but I don't know why, but I'm seeing a lot of people were worried about that. Um, personally, I don't think that that's going to happen. I think they're going to take him very seriously. And although I don't think he's going to be the main antagonist, I think uh, uh, Grand Moff um, Gideon Gideon's will be, gonna, yeah, be the main right. one, obviously. But I do think that there's going to be some necessary and, and very interesting uh, credible resistance between Boba and the Mandalorian, sure. you know, so... Well, and you know, I've read some things that say, well, what it is, they think that um, Gideon will hire Boba Fett mm. to take out. That would Mando. make sense. That would make sense, and it would yeah. make sense. Yeah. Um, and so, but I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if if the Boba Fett appearance in season two is like at the end. Yeah, like, like last episode, like the thing. last episode. Or you see Moff Gideon him. like talking. You don't hear anything. It's like music, and also he just like shifts to the side, and also you see Boba. Like I yeah. can literally see that. I, being I could it, see it being know? a very very small cameo. Yeah, but to tease season three, and where season three all of a sudden he's going to become a much larger part of the story. Yeah. Maybe end up being the main antagonist yeah. by that point. Could you imagine though, like a full on battle between? Between uh, uh, Din Djarin Oh, I'm and telling Boba you, it, it's going to be one of the coolest <laughs> moments in Star Wars for oh sure. My if it gosh. happens, you know, and I both think of them it's going the jetpacks. <laughs> I'm really starting to think it's going to happen. Oh, man, but that'd be so cool. Now, the, the other question I want to add to this is: Do you think that they're going to go the way of Legends, where Legends starts to kind of portray Boba Fett as maybe not such a bad guy? Because uh, he, you know, he yeah. does the bounties and stuff, but they kind of start to paint him. In a picture where he's kind of a, a like a, uh, like he starts to do some more heroic, like anti-hero, thing. Type yeah, like thing. anti-hero. Kind of like a Deadpool yeah, kind of thing. Going sure, on. right. Not Deadpool specifically, uh, but you're saying that. And, and like in Legends and stuff, yeah, he starts to, and then he like he has a daughter, and the daughter, I think it's a daughter, and the daughter's <laughs> like, uh, anyways. Um, 
do you think that this will end up being a case where Boba Fett ends up teaming up with the Mandalorian eventually? Oh, yeah. Or do you yeah. think that Boba Fett is going to be just a downright dirty evil, dog? Yeah, downright <laughs> dirty dog. Dirty dog. Damn. You know? I mean, what do you think? Well, so I don't know. You know, I think it could go both ways. I think they could take it both ways. One thing I got I got to say though is there's two different references that we have of canon of Boba, right? We yeah. have him in uh, in the original trilogy, and we also have him in Clone Wars, right? So mm, I'm trying to think here. So basically, let me just throw this out here. So in the original trilogy, we don't know anything about Boba Fett, right? He just stands there. But one thing we I can just kind of assume is that he's standing on Bo- or, uh, Jabba's court, right? And Jabba's not a good guy, you know? And, and and then also at the very end, he's defending him. But then again, he's a bounty hunter. So he's just, if he's paid to do something, he's going to do it um, to some extent. Now, if he's like murdering children, as we can see in Mandal- Mandalorian season one, maybe not. Who knows? We don't know that about Boba yet. Right. But one thing I will say is we hearken back to the first, or the, the you know, chronological first time uh, that we see Boba when he's a kid in Clone Wars. Um, is uh you know he's actually he actually has like some nobility to him like he has some standards like he has some you know he's he, he has a team that's going to go in he's going to kill people he's going to take them out like, but yet he i think there's that episode that they're trying to steal that girl that that uh, and he like realizes that that um I'm trying, I can't remember. They're on a train. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Train. I'm talking and then he realizes it's a girl. And, and then like Saw's Ventress is coming after him too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, we can see that he actually had some good stuff. Like he, he was like, whoa, I'm not doing this anymore because we're stealing a, this little girl. Right. Um, so. But he's also a lot younger there as well. And that's my point. That's what I was, was going to get at. He's actually a lot younger. And I think maybe as he got older, is it possible that he got jaded and that he's very right, right. more like, I'll just do whatever now. It's possible. Yeah, that's and that's the thing. It's it's going to be curious to see which way they go with the character if they right. if they are bringing him back because we don't really know his motives. We sure. don't know. Um, we don't really know anything. Ab- we don't know anything about him to be honest. Right. We you know? don't. We don't. And we don't. so, uh, like I said, and a lot, all the legend stuff that that really fleshed out his character are yeah. no longer canon. So exactly. we don't know that. So, you know, if you have any, I have another thing that I want to go okay. to. Yeah. But do you have anything else you want to say before? Uh. I mean, no, we, I mean, we got a lot more to talk about, yeah. so we'll so just, let me, whatever let, you want to jump to. I was going to say, same, same person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Been, yeah. there has been rumors that Tamira Morrison, who is going to play Boba Fett, uh, is rumored to play Captain Rex. Yes. So this is very, very yes, interesting. Yes. Um, now there's people been going back and forth. Maybe it's Captain Rex or maybe it's another one of the clones. Um, or maybe it's, is Captain Rex, but it's a hologram flashback type thing. Listen, if Ahsoka's back, Rex is back. That's what right? I'm saying. If, if Ahsoka's back. Rex has to be back. Now, one thing that people will, will probably argue is like well, clones have such a shortened lifespan, right? Now we know that that um, Captain Rex mitigates that to some extent. He doesn't die in his thirties anymore because um, we do see him in, in Rebels and he's older and things of that nature. Um, but how long though? Because that's I mean, even from Rebels, he's already an old man to Mandalorian season two or whatever he might be in. That's going to be quite a jump. I mean, quite a few years. Is it possible that he's still alive? Even if he died a natural death, you know, does it's he... It's a really good point. You know, I don't it's know. It's a very good point. I hadn't really thought about... Something to think about. ...about that necessarily. Because we're talking like... We're talking like uh, maybe 12 years. Yeah. 
Uh, is, is it that short? I thought it was a little bit longer than that, but I, I mean, my timeline's not super strong. <laughs> well, so if we're, um, let's see, Rebels basically ends right towards A New Hope, right? And then, yeah. and then we have a one-year jump between, or no, three-year jump, and then another year after that. Yeah. So, and then six years after that. Yeah. So like maybe ten years. Huh, I thought it was longer than that. But, okay, but even then, like, he's still pretty old, 10 years on that. So, I mean, it, it's possible. I think it would be, it, it would be uh, probable, mm, maybe not, but possible, yes. Um, I guess it just depends on, on, on the situation, because, you know, Ahsoka's going to be, like, in her 40s or 50s or something like that, right? I mean, maybe not 50s, but her 40s. She's going to be older, and I'm yeah. hoping that, that Rex and is we, still going to be with we her. We do have to, to keep in mind that, like, these these are all rumors Right. Nothing is official, and it'd be very easy for people to say, and he's also coming back to play Rex. You know, it'd be very easy for that yeah, to start. And I'll and be honest with you, I don't know how that rumor got necessarily started. Yeah. So, now, let me, let me quantify this to some extent. There was recently a release from the company Hot Toys, yeah. and they, they release very, very high-end action figures mm-hmm. um, that have tons of great detail and whatnot, and... Uh, but they um, just released a Captain Rex figure. Yeah. And lo and behold, who was the character model for for this? It was Tamir Morrison. It was his exact face. Yeah. So I don't know that that's necessarily a tease just because, like, you know, if you're going to make a real-life version of, of Captain Rex, who is it going to look like? The guy he's cloned off of, you know? Right, But, right. but it is interesting that they utilize that. You I know think what what's more interesting than anything about it is not necessarily that it's using him, because I think that's the route they'd have to go. But right. that they chose to release and show it at, this at time. around the same yeah. time. I think that's, that's what's very interesting about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, to me, that seems like... It, they're kind of, you know, yeah. like it's interesting that it's all now, happening at the same time. That doesn't inherently mean that we're seeing him in Mandalorian. There has been right. rumors that there is going to be an Ahsoka spinoff. There have, true. So it would be more appropriate than anything else to see Rex in the Ahsoka spinoff. Sure. And they can probably set that a little bit before the time of Mandalorian to mitigate sure. some of the aging yeah. and stuff like that. So. You know, okay. So let's just speak on broad terms. I think that that the uh, the Tamira Morrison coming in as Captain Rex, I think that is not necessarily inevitable, but I think it's very probable. Now, what medium he comes in, whether that be you know Mandalorian or Ahsoka spinoff or what have you, I don't know. But I do think, I really do think, and I and maybe it's just a a projection of hope or something, but I I really do think that Tamira Morrison is going to come back as Captain Rex uh, as, as and reprise him as, as a live action role. And, and and Boba Fett as well. Yeah. So, well, and so to add to all of that, we have one more thing, and that is that Disney Plus is in development, early development for a Boba Fett spinoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and rumor again, but. again rumor. But do do you think this is really a thing, or do you think this is just people? Just uh, stirring up the pot since we know, or since we think Boba Fett's coming back. I personally think that that is just conjecture. I think people are like, oh, he's coming yeah. back, Boba Fett. I, well, he, he, if that's going to be the case, then he's going to have to have his own show. And uh, you know, I yeah. don't think so. I really don't because I, I think this is just me. Disney's not going to do that because then it would outshine the Mandalorian. See, that's 
I 100% agree with you. Because it's kind of the same thing, right? I mean, right. Boba Fett's not an actual Mandalorian. Um, and I guess technically Jin Djarin. Jin, Din Djarin isn't either. But you see my point. I right? see your point. It's too yeah. similar. It's too similar. I agree with you 100%. I think the only way a Boba Fett series would happen is Mandalorian has to be done. It has to be over. Yeah. Then maybe they could bring that. But if it, if, let's say if Boba Fett series is already in development, that would mean... <clears throat> And if that's the way they're thinking, the Mandalorian would have to be almost over. And I don't think Mandalorian's ending anytime soon. Mm, not, not at the success rate it's going right no. now. I I think we're going to yeah. at least see four or five seasons of it. Well, and if I'm not mistaken, I, I remember back in, I think, December, um, there was a rumor flying around that, that they had already been in talks that they're going to have five seasons like that was the thing like they were gonna have five seasons of mandalorian and frankly i don't doubt that at all i, I mean, mean we know season three's happened we already know season three so two more what's that right and there's so much buzz going around it already and all of these rumors and everybody loves season one like, why wouldn't they right why right, and, yeah. unless unless season two is just a big old stinker you know <laughs> i don't think that that they're gonna stop anytime soon you know what i'm saying yeah i agree so, uh, anyway. so let's, let's jump into the next rumor and that is the Mandalorian season two recruits Katie Sackoff to play Bo Katan. Really? Yeah. So now, what's interesting, interesting about that, if for those of you who don't know, is Katie Sackoff is the voice of Bo Katan in yeah. in um, Clone Wars. Which is pretty and, interesting. And Rebels. So, so yeah. So this is something that surprised me. I didn't actually know that off the top of my head. I mean, I don't sit there read the credits like some people do. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, and. Uh, what what's interesting is that that Katie is actually a pretty pretty renowned like uh, actor already, right? Yeah. So you know, and, and so so let's put it this way: some people were like saying, you know, um, oh well, uh, Ahsoka is always going to be Ashley Eckstein to me, right? Because of her voice, but actually doesn't look like her. She doesn't have the body type, and she's not really an actor. Now she's a great voice actor, but that doesn't always translate to like physical. In Unfortunately, front of the camera. yeah, she doesn't have the same appearance. So. My, well, I guess my point on that was that, so they had to bring someone in. But Katie, on the other hand, voiced her. She has the same look. They Well, the, clearly they modeled, modeled the right. character after her. Right. Like and, if you look at them side by side, it's clear yeah. that they did. Yeah. So what's interesting is why didn't they, uh, why didn't they do it with Ahsoka? Why didn't they do that with Ahsoka? I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. And it's maybe possible, and I don't know this for a fact. I, might, I have to go back and do my research, but... Maybe it's possible that they already had that character model made up before they got to Ashley. Yeah, right? I don't know. I hate, probably I hate it for Ashley. I hate that because this has to be an extra burn yeah. for the to see someone see, else. See, this that, person, Bo-Katan, she just came in recently. Yeah. So, you know, she came in like maybe I think maybe season six, season five, I don't remember. I don't know. But she's a relatively new character, right? Um, in terms of being voice, and then now all of a sudden she's getting her own little role uh, in, in in a whole another show. I still hope they're including Ashley somehow. No, I, I, I swear, exactly. I think people will riot if Ashley's not at least the voice. Yeah, but it's gonna be, that's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard, but I, I mean, know, I think we'll people see. are gonna be like, you're gonna have to do it. You're gonna yeah. figure it out. Well, we'll you know see. We'll see what happens with that. But uh, what's interesting, I, I do, I completely could see that uh, Bo Katan will be in this because. If those of you who don't know, she is the one who has the dark saber last. Mm-hmm. So before uh, Moff Gideon has it, right. so there's a story to be told. There is. There. So it and, kind of makes sense that she would. And what be in it there. sounds like is there's a good chance that how we see Bo-Katan is through a flashback, 
And unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's probably Moff Gideon maybe killing Taking her, her out. <laughs> to get the dark saber. And Taking her um, back to the old woodshed. <laughs> <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Like whooper, you know. Okay. Like, uh, Anyways. Your daddy never took you back to the old woodshed. <laughs> <laughs> Moving um. along. <laughs> Yeah, he never got whooped when he was younger. You can tell. Oh, I got whooped, all right. You never took me out of the old woodshed? Anyway. <laughs> I didn't go to a woodshed, though. <laughs> it's like the old phrase. Like, you take your daddy, take you back to the old woodshed. Like, whatever. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Uh, okay, we're moving on. So, let's talk the next one about Sabine Wren is reportedly yeah. coming to season two. So, I personally don't know... Off the top of my head, I can understand um, Bo-Katan, but I'm not really sure the involvement of Sabine. And this could just be like just a wild rumor, too. You know, there's really no grounding. But, but Drew, do you have any more information on that for us? Let me pull up, pull it up here. This says, this is coming from Insider. It says that uh, Rebels character Sabine Wren will make an appearance alongside ah- Ahsoka Tano in the Mandalorian's second season. Uh, that's basically all we got right now. So we know, again, this makes sense for where we're at in the story. We know that she she and Ahsoka go off together to find Ezra. Right. So that adds up. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Ahsoka's in it. In the terms of the timeline, it would make sense that Sabine is with her. Right. But then this still just makes you wonder. So if they're doing this and the talk has been that this leads into a Ahsoka spinoff, mm-hmm. then what does that mean for the Rebels sequel? See, there's right. a lot of confusion here for me. And that's because- why I think all the rumors of all of these spinoffs and all of these, it doesn't really make sense, right? Yeah. And so... Is like if there's a rebel sequel, is it going to be take place before the Mandalorian, or yeah. is it going to be during like during and like like the live action portion of them? Which again, I think they're only going to be in like one episode tops. I don't think they're right. going to be in multiple episodes. Right. Um. Is it going to be like part of that story almost, and then it bridges back into the animated show, or you know what I mean? Right. Like, which is going to be kind of weird. You know, yeah, I, it would be weird. It, I mean, Stars has kind of done that before, but I don't know that I would enjoy it. I don't know that it would make even make sense to do that. You know, in terms yeah. of so it's it's confusing. Very, the, it's going to be watchers. interesting <laughs> to see how all the, the how all the timeline fits together. Right. If, if we truly odd. are getting their appearance in Mandalorian and the an animated sequel of Rebels, yeah, I just don't know how that would work out. But right. Eh, so let's anyway. let's just go ahead and do a little bit of. Um, kind of guessing at what we may see from this season. Like, what are, do you have any expectations? Do you have any plots that you think are going to happen or just something you'd really like to see happen? Honestly, I haven't put too much thought into season two. I mean, obviously we see Moff Gideon at the very end wielding, or obviously he has this this great number of, of, of stormtroopers with him. And we see him coming at... Um, you know, Din, uh, Din Djarin, it's a tongue twister. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we see him come at him, and with everything he has, and he has all this resources. And what's interesting is we see in episode eight of season one, is that we have all these kind of grimy, dirty, junky stormtroopers. But then all of a sudden, 
uh, Gideon brings in like these brand new stormtroopers. If you remember that, like their armor is perfectly clean. The transports like looks brand new almost. They have this like all this new equipment. So not to say that obviously like oh he's restarting the empire. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is like it would be interesting to see that. Oh, all of a sudden, you know, Gideon, like whenever the emperor died and he heard about that, he's all of a sudden starts like hoarding his own little cult almost of, of stormtroopers yeah. and like his own little section of the empire cutting it off and like trying to build that up. Yeah. So I think that's definitely something we're going to see more in season two. We're going to see maybe his operations, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, for sure. And then obviously, you know, I don't know how much we're going to see of the dark saber, um, I mean, obviously, I'm going to assume that's going to be a decent portion of it because, because you know, you can't drop something like that on the last episode and not explain it in season two. Yeah, but. and you have to think that this is somehow going to tie back into going to Mandalore. Right. Right, eventually. Yeah, because bo has it, you know, da, 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 and right. Is it like bo maybe still alive? Maybe she's going to eventually try to kind of rebuild Mandalore. Um and maybe the Mandalorian ends up going to Mandalore. Maybe he ends up being mm-hmm. like ruler of Mandalore, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. something like that in the, yeah, I in, don't know. in the far future. But um, I think it, what's also interesting and what we might start to see more of, it, back when we watched the Mandalorian season one, we didn't know that Palpatine was still alive, right? Right. And yeah. so um, now being in season two and knowing that, do you think there's any possibility that we'll see Palpatine, not necessarily see Palpatine, but we will see some of the motivations of, of maybe the reason why they want Baby Yoda and stuff? Do you think that that could kind of now yeah. be more about Palpatine than it was before? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. I haven't really thought about that. Um, it is completely possible, right? And, 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 and it's not outside the realm of imagination there. Um I, I, people were so surprised that Palpatine was still alive. And from what I understood that Palpatine, you know, was on Exegol and he was really trying to prepare. He just, okay, who cares about the empire? Who cares even about the first order? I'm now in my own little realm here trying to prepare for the final order. So I almost feel like in season two or even any part of Mandalorian, is it possible? Yes, that we're going to see, you know, some motivations from Palpatine, but I almost want to say no, because it'd almost be like, I just feel like Palpatine would not want people to know, you know what I'm saying? Like he's so secretive and so, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Well, and I don't, and I don't think what I'm saying is the people that, let's say like the, the people that are wanting baby Yoda and cloning, baby, well, trying right, to clone baby yeah. Yoda or whatever they're trying to do. Um, I'm not saying that they are in talk with Palpatine necessarily. They're talking to someone else and then, and then you know, he, goes up the chain, yeah. you know, to, yeah, that's possible. to Palpatine. That's but possible. I, yeah. I'm just saying now, like we know that they were trying to perfect cloning to get a, a, right. a body that w- actually could withstand right. um, the dark side power that, right. that was coming off of Palpatine. Well, and so, you know, that kind of comes back to the whole Baby Yoda thing and how maybe they're trying to extract something from Baby Yoda to help yeah. with that. You know, I definitely think that is it, actually. You know, you I, really I, do. I do think that is it because maybe to some extent, I don't know necessarily that it is Palpatine. I, I, I would assume it would actually make sense for it to line up that way. But I do think that <clears throat> the whole point about Baby Yoda is obviously his force abilities and that they're trying to experiment with that at some point. Now, okay, let's back up a little bit. Say it's not even Palpatine at all. I still think it's about 
Baby Yoda's Force abilities. And I think that maybe, you know, um, after the great emperor has fallen, you mm-hmm. know, these leftover imp- the empire, you know, schmucks, you know, they uh, yeah. they realize that, oh, the reason the emperor is so powerful and was the emperor and with Lord Vader is because they had the Force and maybe they are trying to find Force-sensitive beings and trying to somehow harness that. I don't know, right? But regardless of whatever manifestation that that comes in, I do think that ultimately it's about Baby Yoda. It's ultimately about his force abilities and them trying to get that force ability of some some sort, you know. So yeah. So whatever way that manifests, I'm not 100 percent sure. <laughs> so. Sure, uh, so sure. do you think there's any chance that the Mandalorian in the in the in Baby Yoda, um when they meet up with Ahsoka or whatever, is there, a, do you think there's any chance that what they, whatever they do together is, uh, to try to help and find Ezra? Hmm. You think whatever that, that ends up being, um, whatever that story is. Cause again, I think it's probably only one episode. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they end up trying to help them get to the next step in finding Ezra, whatever that could be? I don't know. I mean, one thing we got to think about is that the end of Rebels, where they go to go find him, to where Mandalorian Season 2 will be, is a pretty big gap of years. Sure. And... Well, and you know, it couldn't be be too focused on that, because a lot of people that watch The Mandalorian haven't seen Rebels, and they'd be like, what? What is that? Like, what in the world? Who's Ezra? Why are they, you know? I think, honestly, I think more than anything... Is that, and I think it has to be, more, maybe it's not this because it needs to be more important to bring in something as big as Ahsoka into this into the story. But I do think that at some point, Baby Yoda is going to need some teaching with his, with his you yeah. know, force abilities. And Ahsoka is, is the one, right? That's that's what I hope. That's the route I hope they take. I hope right. they're like, Mandalorian's like, man, I've got to, I've got to find somebody to help like figure out what to do with this mm-hmm. child. It's flinging stuff all over my ship, you know, right. whatever it may be happening. Right. And so, um, then, you know, he's like somewhere and they're like, Oh, well, you know, the, have you There's seen, rumors have of you these, seen the, you know, the sorcerer or whatever, you yeah, know, like yeah. the sorcerer that lives over the hill and the, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> I, I, here's the thing. I agree with that. Now I will say this. I don't know that Ahsoka will like, like be like Ben Kenobi where she settled down somewhere. One right, thing right. I think is that like, but she might come through a certain area. Well, what I'm saying is that like, yeah, like the Mandalorian, he's like a great tracker. He's a bounty hunter. So he's like, yeah. he's following these pieces of this like force sensitive person that, you know, is this, this fabled like sorcerer or whatever. And sure. he, yeah, he's like search for her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So who knows? That may be a part of that as well. And I think that Ahsoka might be able to kind of, I don't really know exactly what she would do, but somehow help baby Yoda along the way. And it also depends upon the amount of how, how many years this is spanned or whatever and how many how well he can communicate at this point. And that's you know one thing. We don't technically know right. how, how much farther along this next season is going to be yeah. like in the timeline. Yeah. Is it going to be a year later? Is it going to be the next day? We don't yeah. know. So that would be interesting. Yeah, that's a good question. I really know. But, I mean, that's that's, that's the big thing. So, yeah. um I think we should probably start wrapping up now. Yeah, there's there's a lot more we could talk about. <laughs> yeah. Those rumors just bring so much, but yeah, we, we could should talk for probably probably come go ahead and, and come to the conclusion. All right, guys. Well, like I said, there's a lot to look forward to, a lot to look forward to in, in season two, and, and uh, there's so many there's so many uh, possibilities and avenues yeah. to go with. So Actually, there's one other thing we need oh, to mention. There? Yes. Okay. Um, we have um, been approved by Disney Publishing oh, yes. and, and NetGalley. 
um, that they are now allowing us to review some Star Wars books and early reviews. So we um, have those copies, and we are currently reviewing, uh, or we're going to read and review, um, uh, what's it called? Queen's Peril. Peril, yeah, yeah. Queen's Peril. And uh, that is a prequel um, that takes place before episode one. It's Mm -hmm. kind of Padme when she's younger. Um, We will have... Let's see here. That comes out, I believe, like on June. in like June, June, early June. I think the, like maybe that. the first week of June. <laughs> and so we will make sure to have an early review for you guys on yeah. probably the 29th of this month. Yeah, uh, we'll be. I'll make sure on all those dates later. But right. so be uh, looking for that. We'll let you know what what uh, we think about it. Yeah. And we're going to be doing that for hopefully a lot more books here in yeah. the future. So, so we're really excited about that. And say big stuff, guys. Big stuff coming yeah. up. You know, being approved to, to review these books, that's a step in the big direction. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited, excited too. So <laughs> so guys, just keep your eyes and ears open. We got some more stuff coming. We got some reviews, some official Official reviews, yeah, you know, yeah, coming for these books, and who knows, maybe getting to, to some Del Rey stuff and, and yeah. go even further than books. So we'll see what happens. But we want to thank everybody so much for the continued support towards this podcast. Um, we, we look forward to hearing from you. We thank you guys for listening and participating in all the ways that you guys have. It truly is what makes this podcast. Um, it's what takes us from being two weirdos talking to each other to an actual <laughs> podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but please like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for weekly news, polls, discussions, and more. And also, please also follow us on Spotify, uh, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. And for those places that do have reviews, please leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, but, you know, more than anything, we thank you for listening, and we hope you join us for episode 18 next week. Last but not least, may the Force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal. Thank you.